Hey everybody, welcome back into Roosters on Olentangy River Road in beautiful Columbus, Ohio. We are in the Horseshoe Lounge, and we have some special guests. First of all, Justin Zwick over here. He's in the pretty chair. He's I don't know what to course. do with my hands. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm on the wrong side of the table here today. <laughs> it's a road game for you. Yes, it is. Uh, but we're back I'm going to try and make it. And after five years, six years, ten years, Cameron Babb has finally decided to come <laughs> hang out. Finally got him into the <laughs> lounge. <laughs> Former Ohio State Blocko recipient and uh, well-known touchdown scorer from last year, as you might remember quite well. And then reality show star, Cam Damn, Brown, has got them all today to come hang out with us ahead of his pro day on Wednesday. Two cams in the house. I don't know how you can beat that. I don't know how. Yeah, let's see. I'm the real Cam. He's the, he's the younger. Cam. The real Cam. The real Cam. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you two sort through. That. <laughs> uh, it's it's great to have you both out here. Uh, Ohio. So you're. This is a big week for you, Cam. Definitely. Um, how's the hamstring? Good. Everything's <laughs> going good. Uh, Stu got me right in the training room, so no complaints. I'm ready to go out there and run. Okay. So, are you nervous for uh, Wednesday? Well, only nervous about I'm heavier than I used to. But other than that, <laughs> I'm good. So. Well, coming here and eating like, some roosters will help. <laughs> it's a perfect preparation for pro day. When you say you're heavy, what? Like, how, how much? I'm like 205. 205, and you're used to... Used to what one ninety one ninety okay wow I was one ninety five when we played Georgia so was that one you know during this whole process sorry to just no, go, go but it. during yeah. this whole process leading up to was it like hey we want to put some weight on you no I mean, it was just it just came it just I came think. just yeah. from working out and just doing all you know yeah. he's getting old that too <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets worse trust me <laughs> <laughs> it goes on quick Cam Bab are you nervous to see what uh, your buddy can do on Wednesday? Nah, man. I've been watching him uh, since he was like 13, 14. So, uh, you know, I got full faith in him. I know what he can do. Um, so, I'm just excited to, to witness it. And uh, I know he's going to show out, though. He's going to do great things. Is there any part of you that – so, we'll tell people what you're doing now, first of all. Yeah. I was going to say, are, are you regretting that you don't get to have a pro day yeah. of your own? Uh, right now. So, right now I'm working in the athletic department um, with Gene Smith and the Gene Smith Leadership Institute. So, kind of being the program coordinator, kind of helping in that area. Um, but you know, it hasn't really hit me yet. I probably like when I, when I see him running around a little bit, I, I wish that I was out there, but, uh, you know, I, I don't really regret anything. Just my goal was to put everything out there and give it all I got. So that's mm -hmm. all I could really do. Um, and now I get to support him and see, uh, you know, the journey that God has him on. So it'd be, it'd be awesome though to watch it. You said, when we talked to you in December and you made the decision, so that this is it, I'm moving on. You're like, well, I'm open to whatever. And then Two weeks later, you already had a job. Yeah, yeah. That, that worked out pretty good. <laughs> it, it did. It did. Uh, Gene, you know, he's a uh, he, he loves his his athletes. So um, the fact that he opened up that position for me it was, it was yeah. great. So uh, I'm just thankful for it, though. What are you going to be doing over there? So uh, right now, really just trying to um, kind of help create a program right now um, called CAP. Basically, it's a program to help the guys that are going into league, trying to figure out what they need in terms of like education wise. Um, so talking to like former players that are in the league now of what did you need going into the combine? Um, what are things that you wish you had? Stuff like that. So I'm really just trying to help all student athletes as much as I can and kind of get my input in the NIL space and stuff like that. So Cam told me that he was a better wide receiver. Ah, I don't know if the film would agree with that. I don't know if the film would agree with the that. The eye in the sky, don't lie. Yeah. Is that no, what you're saying? I don't think so. <clears throat> my little brother, uh, he was talking about his hands yesterday. Hey, so watch he, out. Later, out. <laughs> 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 no, he was a better receiver than me. I'm not going to act like he wasn't. <laughs> I think I was a better corner, though. I think if I would have transitioned into college and played corner, I would have been. I think I would have been better. You guys just took the wrong path? Yeah, 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 is that what it was? Yeah, just, yeah, we just, a little crisscross, yeah, yeah. applesauce. So I want to ask Cam, though, yeah, before you guys. Yeah, I, go you were one of the younger athletes to come on the Buckeye Cruise. And on this uh, show, we talk about that a lot. You know, the Roosters is very involved. Um, what was your take from being there this year? I mean, did you have fun? Did the guys that were on the boat have a good time? You know, give a little insight to that. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, really, I didn't really hear about it until this year just because it was something that, you know, we weren't really able mm -hmm. to do. So, um, getting the opportunity just to go with all the guys, you know, Mech, Tommy, um, Cade, and Steele, like just being able to have the opportunity with them and then meet great people like yourself um, for a great, for a great, wow. for a great cause. You know, I think Paying it was, uh, I think it was awesome, man. Just, um, and it's especially just being able to be out there with you guys and, See everything that we got to see. Um, I think just the relationships that you get to build, yep. and it truly is uh, like a family, as you can see. Just um, talking to so many different men and wives, um, it was awesome. So um, I was definitely thankful, and um, hopefully, I can continue to go on. So we had Austin and Berm a couple years ago. They yeah, got yeah. to uh, it's a get on the boat, and yeah, what? <laughs> we'll then, be again. We'll be back. They can't schedule it at the same time as the NFL yeah. Combine, so 
That is you the know, doozy. We had yeah. to go. Uh-huh. We had to go to Indy for the, to film our reality show, <laughs> or his reality. Show. Yeah, his <laughs> reality. Show. Yeah, listen to him. He's taking ownership. Yeah. My reality show. Yeah, I know, man. No, no, it's not mine. I know it's not mine. Um, how's that? Have you been having fun with the cameras yeah. around camp? Yeah, I got used to it. At first, I was like, it's kind of weird. But after a while, I'm like, okay, it's cool. I don't even pay attention to it no more. It seemed like maybe the rest of the guys weren't quite as comfortable with it on oh, Wednesday. Nah, they, not. <laughs> they couldn't be themselves. You know, I was with uh, T-Max, oh, yeah, Teron, Cage. You know what I'm saying? They, you know how they are. Yeah, <laughs> so, you're going to get us in there early on Wednesday for the full experience? How's that going to make Mick and Lettison, uh, 6 a.m., what do we have to show up on Wednesday? What's so. the plan for this? I'm getting in. I'm going to get in early. Uh, I think it starts at 10.30. If it, oh, okay. Get there in the weight room, like, 10.30, weigh in and stuff. But I'm, I'm going to be there probably, like, 8.30. How long have you been back in town since – because you were down in Florida training, right? Yeah. How long have you been back in town? What does that transition look like? Because I remember a long, long time ago, I worked out in Nashville, and I came back to town, you know, the week – week and a half before pro day and he's like all right i'm on no schedule you know like i you know because down in nashville was like all right you're waking up at this time you're doing you're eating here you're working out here you're eating again you're doing this and then i got here and it's like all right i'm kind of doing what i want to do is a little bit different so how's that how's that been how long have you been back you just jumping right into the workouts you know when once you got back here as well so i've been here since monday okay Um, i really just jumped straight to the workouts i I really want to i feel like i helped myself get better uh i feel like being here just helped me it's just it's so much better and just a good environment. Like, I don't mind going to the Woody now. I was going to train just because I was in there by myself today. <laughs> yeah. We started, we started, uh, we took our practice today at one workouts. I and mean, then I was in there earlier, like at nine o'clock doing my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Still trying to, I don't know, just being here makes me want to like just work harder. Yeah. Well, you're, so, you're so close at this point. Yeah. What else do you have besides Wednesday morning in the Woody? Um, so I, I meet with the uh, Saints on Tuesday. Um, or tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, go get some film in, go dinner with them, meet GM, the GM and stuff. Uh, do a relationship with them. Um, uh, no Ohio State pipeline with them. So, uh, <laughs> the New Orleans Buckeyes. Just a little bit. <laughs> then also, um, I meet with the Bengals on the third. Uh, the Cincinnati Buckeyes. <laughs> All Ohio. Man, I'm, I don't know. Um, try to get up there with the Browns too. Um, while I'm out there, but, um, get to, get to go out there on the third. Meet with the GM and the coaches, position coach, and hopefully turn around the facility. I'm not sure if I'm working out yet or not, but possibly, but not, I'm not sure. So they're taking you out to dinner. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you get? What do you eat the night before pro day? See, they they take <laughs> they take me to Hot Park. I want to go crazy, give me steak and everything, but that's probably not the smart. <laughs> hey, don't go porterhouse. <laughs> you, want, you want something that keeps you light on your feet the next day. I like the setup. Do you order a bottle of wine? That's a that's a bad check yeah. on the uh, no, like <laughs> player evaluation. Yeah. Not, not, that's not game preparation. No, right? yeah. For, yeah. For, so, for people that don't remember, when, Cam, when was the first time that you two met? Uh, so he actually went to it. We met freshman year of high oh, school. We met eighth grade. When was it? You might have to talk about it then. I <laughs> oh, I want to get the details. Um, <laughs> well, in uh, eighth grade, me and him was we we talked. I talked to a female. He talked to a female. Oh, okay. And they were friends. And yeah. We met at her house. Yeah, yeah, but he started off at a different school yeah. freshman year. So he went to Dismet in uh, St. Louis, and then. Recognized he wouldn't be able to beat us, so then he came over <laughs> that next semester and joined us. So that's kind of that's kind of how that story. That's not the case. Down. All I know is when I played y'all, I went off. So I think we beat. Nah, y'all lost. Yeah, y'all lost. Yeah, y'all lost. Y'all lost. You remember that part? Right, it's okay. It's a lot okay. of revisionist history over here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But nah, this uh, this is my dog, man. Uh, yeah, known him for a while, so a long time. So so to see how you, everything that you both had to go through for eight nine years. Uh, I know from talking to you both separately how much that friendship meant. Uh, I don't know that people put that together. Like you were going through the same things at the same time, and it wasn't fun or easy for either one of you. No, uh, so uh, he's the reason why I kept going so hard. Um, just seeing him battle through injuries, and I, I battled through mine as well. But uh, seeing him going out there, has injuries, and just keep going no matter what. That really like motivated me, just to, my drive to keep going. So. He, he right here. He did everything for me, man. He reason he reason why I'm here at Ohio State. I came to a camp with him. 
Well, he didn't do nothing, you know, five star guy, you know, you know how they get. Um, got the red carpet rolled out when he yeah, got here. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> mm-hmm. I got here, uh, worked out with him, with Coach Meyer and uh, Coach Smith, um, and they offered me on the on the spot. So it was amazing. Um, all because of this guy right here, man. Nah, that was all him. Nah, that was all him. So yeah, it was it was it was definitely interesting though, just because. Um, obviously, we had different injuries, but we just always battling that injury aspect of things. And um, he was one of the guys, really, um, just since I've met him, that's always spoken life into me. So uh, you see my story and everything. But, like, just as as much as I've helped him, I would say he's helped me um, more than I can ever express. So um, I definitely wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a journey. So. All I asked for one more year. Last year, I said, just give me one more year, bro. Just give me all you got. And that's what he did. So, I love him for that. Uh, it's going to touch down and everything. So, yep. I cried on the sideline. I ain't, I ain't showing him. <laughs> I tell you on the sideline, I was like, bro, he's going to score right here. He's going to score. And I'm, I told Coach Mick, I said, I'm running on this field. I don't care if get a flag. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I don't think anybody would have cared yeah, you know, yeah. or did care at that at point. At first, it was like, no, no, no. He scored. And it was just rushed. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was, I was wondering what your vantage point was for that play. I don't think I ever asked you that. Uh, You're, yeah, where were you watching that for the play? I saw I was on the sideline. I'm like, we right here? I'm like, oh, yeah, Kim for the score. I saw I, – I know the formation. I know the route because I've seen it so many times. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I ran to the sideline. Like, he for the score right here. He for the score right here. He scored, and then we just lost it, man. It was crazy. I was standing right next to Stu. Um, he was happy. It was, it was crazy, man. So that has been, what, four, five months, four months now, Cam? Mm-hmm. Does it feel like that was yesterday or – Emotions the same as it was in real time. Yeah, I mean, I think when you go, you know, when you have a journey that's five years and you're just working towards something like that, um, I think it will be there for the rest of my life. Really, just looking, especially when you look back and you see pictures, like got pictures with him and so many other teammates, and just the video within itself that Ohio State made. When you go back and watch that, it's just, uh, you know, again, you just you're so thankful for that moment and just for all the people that um, that God surrounded me with, like him, to uh, to help you know build me up and support me throughout this journey. So. Um, you know, I don't think it'll ever just go away. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Jason, that's, uh, uh, I was just thinking as you ask him that question, like you guys will have that forever because the internet is here and it's all on. <laughs> like I, I try yeah. and go back and think about moments I had. I was like, oh, that's yeah. not on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta, you know, have that sharper mind to, uh, to remember something like that. But, uh, I mean, you're transitioning into, you know, working at Ohio state now, um, have you kept up with these guys as they've been working out? I mean, I know you got other stuff. You got you got life. Life comes at you fast, yeah. you know, in, in that situation. But I mean, these are still guys that you went out with, you yeah. played this whole season with. Um, you know, checking up on that. You'll be there Wednesday. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how's that been? Just you know, have they even reached out to you? Just yeah, you know, just see how, how things are going, or you know, how's that relationship been? Because I know, like when I went out. You know, everybody kind of goes their own yeah. direction. So how, yeah. how has that been, you know, just in these few months where yeah. you guys kind of start going your own direction? Yeah. Um, it's definitely different, I would say. Um, but the great thing about it is even with, like, him, like, we'll be connected for life. Like, we'll be right here for life. So um, and the fact that I'm in Columbus, um, right now I'm roommates with it's me, uh, Mecca, um, X, Xavier Johnson, okay. and uh, Lloyd Mafarquhar. And then he's, and and he's posted with us, <laughs> okay. too, right now. So, I mean, just on the yeah, couch. Yeah, on the couch. Yeah. Sleeping on the couch before pro day? Come on. <laughs> yeah, you got to get that Tempur-Pedic or something, man. Someone's got to give it up. Yeah, man. So, uh, But, yeah, man, just being in Columbus, being surrounded around the guys, like, obviously, Emeka and X are still on the team, mm-hmm. so talking with them. Um, and then, right now, even just doing rehab and stuff, making sure my knees are good with Stu still. So, um, the fact that I get to go in there and work out and do everything. So, I'm, I'm definitely still around, um, just not in the same capacity. So, I guess, more than anything, I just miss the locker room atmosphere, just being with the guys. Um, but just, you know, knowing that this this brotherhood and this will always last forever. So I'll um, tell you, that that missing the locker room will never never go away, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think I talked about in the Buckeye Cruise, they just asked about what's the greatest thing. Like, you know, that stuff that you all hated. Or not, not, not the locker room stuff, but, yeah, you know, yeah. the workouts yeah. and just being around the boys and, and having that is, is one thing that, man, when they ask you what you miss the most, like, that's, that's the kind of thing. And as you saw on the cruise, I think that's a reunion for us, yeah, a lot yeah, of the guys yeah. that we played together, you know. So it's like that's our time to get back yeah. together and kind yeah, of, yeah. you know, reminisce on some of those stories yeah, and, you know, yeah. have, have that kind of fun. So you'll always have that, and that's great um, that, you, that you already know that and that you're seeing it. And, you know, you, with you being with the university, these guys coming back into town, you'll always be able to take care of them and make sure they got what they need, I'm sure. That's how I felt on. Uh, I felt during the process two months. I was by myself. I was like, "This, this stuff I had. I mean, it sucks." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was it was boring. And I got back here. Everybody on spring break. I'm like, "Okay, this is awful now." Um, but then today, I was I was happy in the uh, locker room. I don't care how tired I was. I woke up, came here happy, smiling my face. 
got to see my brothers, man. It was just amazing. Man. Well, let's talk about some of those guys. It would be a shame if we didn't get some insight on the team. As you found out in Indianapolis, everybody just wants to know about you guys go for your own professional journey. All we want to know about are the next Buckeyes to replace you. <laughs> Game, you brought up X. Like, I'm really intrigued by how, uh, how that works. Like, yeah. we know that those top three are right there. Yeah. They're coming back and with a lot to prove. I just, like, how do you use Xavier Johnson? Because there's so much athleticism yeah. and so much drive and work ethic there. Yeah, I think that's the thing is, like, how do you use him? Because you can use him, like, any, you can put him anywhere on the field. Like, no matter where you put him, he's going to do his job. And, um, and really, we've been seeing that since, like, freshman year. Like, he yeah, was on no scout idea. team <laughs> back with, like, Chase Young and all them. And he was, the, like, playing quarterback, running back, receiver. Um, so, we've always seen us there. And just to see him um, get his moments this year and really step into the light has been awesome. And I can't – I know he's going to ball out. I know he's going to do um, better things than he did this year. And uh, hopefully, like, really um, being able to show the world, like, who he is as a football player. So, I can't, I can't wait to watch. What an, what an incredible – benefit surplus for Ohio State you have all these four and five star recruits and then you're like well you got to find room for this walk-on like yeah <laughs> who scores a touchdown in the Peach Bowl and mm-hmm. helps beat Notre Dame like that's yeah. it's just crazy how that works it seems like year after year there's somebody who emerges in that role yeah. Mitch Rossi Xavier Johnson these walk-ons like I don't know how that happens at Ohio State. I mean in our eyes X was Xavier was never a walk-on yeah. like the way he played it was just it was off the charts no matter first day in you start off in corner that's the crazy part. He's like two fifteen corners. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's he's been moving around, and he finally got on my home offense. He just he's a yeah. I see a deep, more like a Debo Samuel type of guy. Yeah, I mean, receiving, right. running back, everywhere. Like it doesn't matter. And just the way he works. I mean, everybody works hard, but the way like guys like that, him, he works. Um, it's amazing to watch. Just like somebody that really. I mean, everybody earns, you know, earns what they get. But, like, he really had to start from the bottom um, as a walk-on, you know. And, um, obviously, that life is a little different. Um, you know what I mean? I always so, remember like, saying, like, I don't know if I'd be able to yeah, do it if yeah. I was a walk-on, you know. Like, I mean, this just this a grind, exactly. you know, 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, it's awesome. I think that's why people love those stories, you know, even players. Yeah. You know, like, you love that so much because, like, man, we know what he went through. Yeah. You know, we had trained to You know, like, yeah. back in my days, like, yeah. man, we got to go train to They didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this, all the little things, yeah. it's like. It's so awesome to see them, you know, get up there and, and get rewarded for all their hard work. So that, that's great. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and hijack it because there's a quarterback competition going on, and you guys would probably know a little bit something about those two guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, who are coming up behind us. Um, I'm going to let both of you answer because you have a different perspective being on the other side of the field, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you know, you probably much closer, you know, seeing those guys on a daily basis. What, what can we expect out of these two young guys? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go. Yeah, you go <laughs> ahead, yeah. Um, I say it's gonna be a very competitive battle. Um, they both great, great players. Um, one one is a super athletic, can throw. One is a pocket dot dot you up the whole field. So um, it's just a what type of offensive approach that our team want to take. Um, that's what I would say. Um, but honestly, I'm cool with either one of them playing, starting. It doesn't matter. Me rotating. Yeah. They're both great players. So. You, you know, want a rotation? I, I, no, don't say that. that. Don't, th- don't you put that out there. No, we hate quarterback rotation. Uh, I'm not saying Pick that. Pick one. <laughs> I'm not this saying man, that. This man like, had his life ruined. Uh, it's it the worst. <laughs> don't do that to him. Uh, <laughs> no, no rotate, but, like, I don't know who's No, you're saying either either way you can't yeah, go wrong, really, right? I mean, and I, know, and I don't want you to have to pick one or the other. You know, I mean, He's coming with the hardball. Well, we, we, we talked about this the other way, and, and you kind of touched on it a little bit where you had one – you know, coming into the spring, it's kind of what we've heard is one's really athletic, one's going to sit in the pocket and kind of throw it up. But do they both have that athletic ability where they can get out and, you know, create something if the pocket falls? Or, I mean, yeah, is, they, they both can. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it's not like you got Mike Vick and Peyton Manning, oh, right? No, no, you know, no, no, so, I mean, no, no, yeah, they're no, both no, they're yeah. both able to do what they need to do to keep a play going. Yeah. Um, I mean, that that that's not yeah. off the charts one way or the no, other, no, right? No. Yeah. More of a, when I say pocket, it's more of a, like, he can still scramble. He can yeah. still go get a first down if he needs to. But um, that's, just, that's only a difference. Okay. What do you think? I mean, I mean, I would agree. Just to, to build on that, I would just say, I mean, they're both, like like he just said, they're both great players. Um, they got a different play style, I would say. One is more of a pocket, and then the other one kind of. He uh, maybe looks to create yeah, more and yeah. when, when he maybe doesn't have exactly, to all the time exactly. type of thing. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think they, they both put it, I mean, just the way – Ohio State quarterbacks have been since I've been here, just from Coach Day and the development. <laughs> Pretty dang that. good, huh? Uh, you know, we've been blessed to have them. And, and whoever it is, I know um, they're going to lead the team and make sure um, that they get where they're, they're supposed to get to. So uh, I think it's going to be an exciting battle. So heads and tails. You can't. I can't really just sit here and mm-hmm. I know it's going to be this yeah. guy. 
Um, and I know just the one thing you always like, you have the quarterback competition, like guys are against each other, but I know they support each other. Uh, and just the whole football team, just the culture, everybody's behind both of them. Yeah. So um, that's, that's great. the great thing about the brotherhood. So I'm excited to see, um, you know, who is that. Okay. And I, one more question on the quarterbacks. And this isn't on both of them. It's just a question about how you guys feel on this. A quarterback wearing number 33. <laughs> I absolutely, I absolutely hate it. Hey, I don't know what that. I don't know what that. What do you guys think about that? When I first saw it, that was a joke. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I thought, okay, maybe he in trouble or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Take away his jersey. Number. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, no, he just actually just switched his number. But I didn't know it was. It's a um. Yeah, the story behind it is yeah, you know it's it's good, but it's a good story it's behind it. Looks terrible, terrible, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't Thank know. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not yeah. crazy. Uh, I don't know what Dev is doing, but you know, but it's okay, man. You know, when you see Dev and if number 33, you're always going to remember him. Like, you yeah. Know, yeah. he's going to be different. So you, know, <laughs> you can't forget him. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely exactly. different. No exactly. doubt. What's right. 33 out there Thank throwing the football around? Exactly. <laughs> um, hey, if you ball out in it, hey. Hey, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, hey, that's all that matters. Yeah, no doubt. Cam, do you have office hours you have to keep? You're going to be over Tuesdays, Thursdays, watching every practice. Uh yeah, I mean, I'm gonna try not to be over there too much. You That's know, part of the yeah, job, you know Austin. I mean, I mean yeah. Yeah, yeah, if I can get over <laughs> there, I'll get over not. there. Yeah, yeah. Be uh, you know, obviously, you know, I've, so I've worked out and seen a few uh, spring practices and stuff. So want to see over there, see what Coach Harline's doing and what all the receivers are doing. So it's a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a blessing to be over just across the street and being able to come, you know, come over and watch when I can. So when you guys yeah. are getting ready for the first spring scrimmage, we in the media were like, "Well, this is this is huge, pivotal day." going to determine all these position battles. Is it as important for you guys in it, the first one? or I don't think so. <laughs> Great. Come on. Don't give away all our secrets. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I feel like it's going to be exciting because it, like, there's a, it's a bunch of new players here. Uh, <clears throat> transfer, people that transfer in. So I'm excited to see how the back end. That's how I'm excited for it. Yeah. But um, I know the defense is pretty much the same besides a few missing pieces. But other than that, it's the same players. They know defense better. Probably got more plays in now. So. Should be more exciting on the defensive end. I'm not sure offense. You guys always been exciting. So, well, go, going into that scrimmage, because I remember like we had jersey scrimmages. So, offense versus defense. Whoever won got the scar of the jerseys. Yeah. Whoever lost. I mean, is it? Do you feel like we know Saturday we got to ramp it up a little? Maybe not ramp it up because every day you're going hard. But I mean, you're going into that scrimmage on a Saturday, that first scrimmage of the yeah. spring. Do you know there's a little bit more there? I mean, yeah. or is it just that we're just going out and practice? I mean, because we. We like to say, all right, man, they're going to get after it today. Oh, no, they are going to get after it. It's because, like, think about it. It's just more of a, like, for the older guys. Well, they're not They're not practicing. Marvin doesn't have to go. Yeah, hey, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's not going to take yeah, a shoulder pass. Yeah. To the, to the, to <laughs> you know, Marv, he probably will. He loves. Oh, he will. Yeah, he will. Mm-hmm. He'll have Every to pull him. Yeah, well, yeah, they're going to have to yeah, tell yeah, him to go sit down. Yeah. He'll do it. But for, like, the younger guys, you really want to – Earn your spot and get your respect. And that's the a chance to go out and really show it, right? Better go crazy. If you don't, you gonna get. I ain't gonna lie. This is where you get you get labeled. This is your first scrimmage. You really get labeled. Depend on the type of player. Are you physical, tough, soft, or don't care? Yeah. Don't wanna, yeah what, what the film shows, and you're gonna yeah. sit in that meeting the next day, and yeah. they're gonna point it out and say, right here, yeah. in front of the whole team. Yep, in front of the whole team. <laughs> yeah. and I think I think it's good too, just because it's like that game atmosphere type. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're not just practicing just to practice. You know what I mean? We're well, like, in the shoe, like, right? Yeah, I mean, you guys yeah, doing yeah. the shoe, so right? Like the yeah. environment of it, it's like a you know real game atmosphere. You know, um, without like the fans and all that, but you know, it's it's just to do that and make plays and you know celebrate with the defense, celebrate with the offense. I think it, it changes it when just going to practice and doing you know, any drills and then going to, you know, whatever it may be. So, um, it brings a different type of feeling to it. I knew it was important. No, I love playing in the stadium. It's just it's so much. I, I'm thinking that um, – no, I'm thinking of fall camp scrimmages. That's on the oh, field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't forget about it. in the stadium. No, yeah, in, the, in the stadium is a different – Anytime life. you can get in there, right? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's weird when nobody is in the yeah, stadium because yeah, yeah. it's just empty. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, you're still in there and, yeah. you, you know, it's, it's still got, got that feeling to it. Yeah, exactly. The most important thing is that the media is going to be there. Well, that's that's, that's cool. what we're all looking forward to. Yeah. In addition to Appetizer Tuesday, Jay-Z. Uh, Appetizer Tuesday. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but if you come into a Roosters on Tuesdays. Any Roosters. Any, any Roosters, Roosters. They have Appetizer Tuesdays. $3 will get you tomorrow fried mushrooms. One of Bill Zwick's favorites. Justin Zwick's favorite. No, no. <laughs> that's what that was? I didn't know these were fried, fried mushrooms. Fried mushrooms. Oh, come on, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead yeah, and try one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best fried mushrooms in the city right there, but... Tuesdays at Roosters all throughout the city. $3 appetizers. $3? $3. And they change every week. So come in, make sure you get your appetizers. After... 
Pro Day. After ne- Pro Day. Next week. Next week. You know, when you can relax a little bit, you come get some appetizers, $3 Tuesdays. Or you can just come on Mondays or, where we... Or you come join us again in the lounge. It won't take another five years uh, to get you in here, huh? Pick up the whole time. That's right. Yeah. That's you know? I asked so many times. No, Every day, he's like, man, I try to get Cam. Please. You know, it's like, man. Famous, man. Famous. Especially well, once you start reality TV, you know, that head just goes. Uh, the last, and then, you know. The last two years, I said, hey, it's it's NIL. We can help get a little money in your pocket. Like, we'll pay you to come out and. Endorse Rooster. That's how good these guys are doing. They don't even, said, they, they oh, turn down no, Rooster. I said, uh, okay, sure. No, I said, okay, let me know. Guess what? I didn't get a retail. Huh. I don't know. That's a lot of revisionist history. It's always like this, Cam. Like, yeah, he's always famous, man. Ever, ever since uh, CBC you, back in St. Louis, famous guy. This guy doesn't answer his phone. Phone always going to do that stairs. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to hear nothing from this guy. Uh, well, he's got a real job, man. Uh, yeah. You know, responsibilities. Can't just go around the 40 all day. You know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> That's great. Well, this guy will do that on Wednesday. We're looking forward to yes. covering that. And it may just be part of a future episode of Dream Chaser. Uh, with Cam Brown. We very much appreciate both guys coming in to hang out on the first part of the show. Uh, Cam Bab, Cam Brown. Jay-Z and I are going to be back. We're going to bring in Berm and Bill. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Buckeyes in a, a massive, enormously important scrimmage. <laughs> Big time. On Saturday. <laughs> Huge. When we come back in here into the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters, it's a fun casual joint. Roosters has been so fortunate. We just want to be able to give some of that back to the community. They donate to organizations that are near and dear to their heart, and we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long time. They always go above and beyond to help support our foundation to further help veterans. It's just a wonderful feeling to know that Roosters supports the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back into the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters. We have made a line change. Yes. Yes. Berm is here. Less athletic. Yeah. Bill is here. It's just a tad. The athleticism has made a precipitous trap in the wrong direction. Well, that's all right. We're, we're yeah. trying to just evaluate the Buckeyes, and we don't have, now we've got guys who weren't in it, except for Jay-Z. Yeah. But he's in a different chair. Yes. Ooh. So his perspective. You guys are really throwing a lot at me today. <laughs> I don't know, man. Put, put it on your shoulders, Jay-Z. I feel like Rocky in the ninth round just getting beat up. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Well, you're going to be all right. Yeah. Eat some fried mushrooms. You know? <laughs> I already did. Good. Um, Isn't that Billswick's favorite? Well, it is, but, you know, apple doesn't fall far from the tree is what they yeah. say. So we have confirmed now that Saturday scrimmage is massively important. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Otherwise, the media wouldn't be allowed to watch it. That's right. What, uh, what do we need to figure out this week? Uh, who's playing quarterback? Who's playing wide receiver? We know who is going to be playing quarterback. Uh, who's your right tackle? Who is your defensive tackle depth? Uh, who's actually capable of playing at linebacker behind Tommy and Steele and Cody? Um, Uh-oh. I mean, there's a few other things. Are we – how much time we got? All you want. Well, no, I mean, but I mean, if we need a lot after that list. The, the, the reality is this is a team that is extremely talented, as they always are, but there are more question marks heading into this spring at some key positions – than there have been in a few years. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think it's that important one way or the other on Saturday to figure out any of them, as we talked about on the podcast daily this morning. Like, first scrimmage, and they've practiced uh, twice to this juncture. So let's not let's not get crazy. But yeah. by Saturday, they'll be a third of the way through camp. No, no, no. They're, well, they're well, sixth of the way through camp. Uh, two, oh, Tuesday, no. Tuesday, Thursday, and then Saturday, right? Tuesday, Thursday, yeah, Saturday. Two practices Saturday. with shoulder pads on. Yeah, after a week off, by the way, which doesn't seem like so weird seems kind me. of messed up. That's what I'm so saying. Like, it's crazy to go through this big old like, let's get them acclimated. Let's get acclimated and then, and then go on spring it. break. <laughs> Hurry up and wait. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've never understood that. Um, I feel like everybody does it now. A lot of a lot of different schools do. I, I've seen uh, online. I, I think it's important for these guys just to get reps. I don't think that the scrimmage is going to necessarily show us a ton. Uh, it is early, but I think it's good to get these young quarterbacks in the shoe. Even though it's not 100,000 people, I think being in the shoe, being you know in charge of that offense against the number one D, I imagine they will do some of that. Um, maybe not the whole day, but you know just just to let them go and get that experience. Uh, I think that's going to be big. I don't think you're going to come out of it with any answers on who number one's going to be. But then again, you might come and say, "Hey, man, so and so looked." Like he was pretty darn comfortable out there, and yeah. you know he looked good, but maybe he didn't look as comfortable. Uh, you know, you might get some of that. I think to Berm's point, I'm not going to go through that whole list he did, but I think our tackles are a big issue uh, on finding out who, who who's going to be there, even left tackle. Even though we have a guy there, 
we got to figure that out because the new quarterback, you know, uh, Josh Fryer's never really played there. So, well, like, well yeah, so you, you have two new guys, yeah. and, and that's a huge part in having a new quarterback in the saddle. You yeah, know, you can uh, put him there, but that doesn't guarantee that it's going to work. 100%. I, I think that's a big issue. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great day to get them in the shoe and the whole team in general. And, uh, you know, I'm sad I'm not going to be able to be there. <laughs> you got to go skiing. Well, you know. I hope they have nachos. You know, that's all I'm really interested in is making sure one concession stand is open. So we can get some chose. I don't think you're going to have some chose. The, oh, the, the famous concession stands, mm. though, Woody. Love those. <laughs> well known for his concession stands. Yeah, I mean, just a, a mobile a mobile sesh, you know, for some chose. <laughs> some chose. That's not going to catch on. Nobody's Maybe. calling them chose. Say it one no. more time. Say it one more time. Chose. No, no. If, if you've ever had a really good chose, if you've ever had really good chose, you know <laughs> that you, because you're so conssumed. In consuming the chose, you don't even have time for two syllables, right? You so have to pick. Them in you have to pick the most important syllable. Some people would obviously call them a notch. I get it. Yeah, I was, I was wondering why you didn't go with. I get it. Word. I just like the chose. Chose. Okay. I like notch better. Notch is way better. Go get some notch. I'm gonna go get hit up some cheesy notch. Are the nachos good? At you the wouldn't stadium? say cheesy chose. Nah. Nah. They're not even at the stadium. It's in the Woody, isn't it? They yeah. have nachos in the Woody. <laughs> Far no, as no, but I'm just hoping. Let me check my email. Maybe it is. I'm just good. hoping someone brings me some chose. <laughs> oh my god, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I'm not uh, going to bring you chose. All right. There is Student Appreciation Day where they bring out the food trucks. That's next. That's, that's but next you week. you won't be there for that. That's correct. There we'll, would be some chose. We'll there. mail you some chose. <laughs> what food trucks do they bring in? The, the stirs truck shows yeah. up. Just to yeah, I'm going to keep chopping words in half and stirs. Maybe some like hot chick take. You never know. That's the front part. Usually there's like a trophy there to take a picture with. I don't know what they're going to do this year. Ooh, it has been a while since they played the trophy. Yeah. Don't even have like a Rose Bowl trophy this time. Right. Wow, the Penn State guy has a lot of barbs to throw. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's talk about football. <laughs> let's talk about football today. Uh, hey, remember when he tried to blame me for the yeah. show getting yeah. off the rails? Bill, he you're comes the, in with chose. Bill, you're, <laughs> right the off, the you're, you're the offensive line you know, guru. Like what? Enthusiast. When you're looking at a player. Guru? When you're looking at a player like Josh Fryer, do you go, that's a left tackle? Or do you go, I don't know if that's a left tackle? Um, no, I, I think he's a tackle. I, and I don't know, right, left, how much of a difference is there really? Uh, the, the thing that, like, I think they're, they're, you want probably different length than what Josh Fryer has if he's going to play left tackle. But he's a, like, he's a basketball player. He's got good feet. So I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I don't look at it and think, like, oh, that's not going to work. But um, when he played tackle last year against Indiana, he was really good on the run. He was really good the whole game, but, like, Indiana doesn't have speedy dudes on the edge that are really going to test him. Ohio State does. So, like, I'm, I'm really interested to watch him just kind of handle more speed, regardless of which side he's on. Like, I want to see if Kenyatta Jackson, like, lines up against him. And I know Kenyatta's not done a whole lot, but we think he's a pretty fast guy at defensive end. I, I would like to see that matchup. I want to see how he might handle the strength of a JT Tuimoloau. And, and I'm assuming he's done these things in practice because there does seem to be a decent amount of confidence in him. But um, I guess it's different, like, taking the coaching staff's word for it and, and, and yeah. trusting that they know what they're talking about and, like, seeing it with their own eyes. Because I remember, I don't know if it was last spring or last summer when people were talking about Zem Mohowski, and he's like, oh, he's turned a corner, he's ready to go. And they're like, I went down to the end of the field and watched one-on-ones. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> and it's like, it's not, Zen was in his second year. Like, it's okay that he was, wasn't was holding his own all that well against Ohio State's starting defensive line. But um, if that's happening a lot on Saturday, I don't know. I, I There might be a little bit of a red flag there for me, even though it is only one. The, the thing that's really important that we do a lot is, like, we make – wholesale judgments on one sample size. Like, I think it happened with, like, Kyle McCord in the Akron game. Everyone yeah. thinks he stinks because he didn't throw for 17 touchdowns in that game. Um, so I'm trying to t- remind myself to, like, no matter what you see, this is the beginning of the journey. It's not the end of it. Um, but, if the, yes. but if the offensive line, like, looks comfortable, to Jay-Z's point, I think that does say something. I'm not going to take the negative and, like, run with it and extrapolate it, but if guys look like they kind of know what they're doing, I think that's a good sign. They also probably won't look like that. I mean, if you're – yeah. You see this spring after spring after spring. It's just easier for the defense, Jay-Z, to get up to speed. And you see that most specifically with the defensive ends going head-to-head. Once they go 11-on-11 and you only have to tag the quarterback and he's down, like it's a lot easier for them to win reps. And they do, but they also win a lot more of them, it appears. And I think that – so what will happen on Saturday, I'm sure, is that we'll leave and we'll say, well, Jack Sawyer's got it figured out. He's back at full-time defensive end and he made – Zen Mahalski yeah. looked bad time after time, and Kenyatta Jackson, uh-oh, look out for this guy. Four sacks in a scrimmage, or Amari Abor, or Caden Curry, and, and 
well, it's a good thing for the defensive ends, but also that's not been carrying over necessarily into sack production in the season. No. So yeah, think about how many sacks Zach Harrison would have had if it was he, just tap. He would have <laughs> a million. He would have been the most successful sack artist of all time. So it's interesting to evaluate it because the offensive line and the and the tackles wound up being way more advanced by the time the season rolled around, and then the pass rush didn't come. And I just I, we'll make too big of a deal of it both ways. I'm sure on Saturday. I think in the long run, I don't know, this year I may actually have more faith in the defensive ends to produce than the tackles, and that's the inverse of a year ago. Yeah, I remember, uh, I think like the past two spring games, there have been like defensive ends who've like set the world on fire, and you like go back and watch it, and like, no offense, but like they're going against Grant Teuton, who's never played here before, and I, I don't know if he ever will. Um, and it's just like a different caliber of, of athlete, so it is a good reminder that... Um, Whatever we see on Saturday, and I'm excited and I'm glad we're going to see it, uh, it is not gospel. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of things can change between now and August. There are so many question marks at so many positions that are like kind of normal. Like quarterback, if there's a quarterback battle, everyone's going to talk about it forever. Ohio State, we're always talking about who the next corner is. Who, but like in the last decade or so, I can't remember a time where the offensive line and defensive line for Ohio State felt so uncertain and and. I think sometimes D-line feels that way for you too. I mean, the def- interior of the defensive line is extremely untested. And, and I know we, you know, we saw a lot of Ty Hamilton a year ago, but I don't know that he did what we thought based on all of the preseason hype to, to what we've talked about already. Like sometimes this, well, the, the coaches are saying this guy's making the turn, but then you get him on the field and it's like, well, he's solid, but he's not making game changing plays. And uh, other than that, I mean, in, inside the defensive line, like, there's not really anyone there that has done it, and there's not a lot of guys there who haven't even because the depth is so short. So uh, I don't. I think sometimes we gloss over the Larry Johnson's position group and say, "Oh, they'll be fine. They always are." But if you look at the Ohio State defense in the last couple of years, the lack of production from the defensive line has led to some issues on the back half because you can only cover for so long. So uh, there, there are all these things are tied in together, and, and certainly. You have to see something on Saturday that gives you hope for Kenyatta Jackson and Amari Abor, period. Like, you know what you're going to get out of Caden Curry. You know he's going to go out there. He's going to run around like a chicken with his head cut off. It's going to be crazy. Maybe he's not going to hit the quarterback, but he's going to impact plays. Kenyatta Jackson and Amari Abor, we haven't seen them ever yet at Ohio State. So because there's only four defensive ends on this current roster, really, uh, that's a problem. Right, I mean, those guys have to make yeah. those guys have to show up, to play, especially the way we like to rotate. Because they're going to be going against backup offensive linemen, they better be showing up on Saturday and winning those reps. Because if they're not, that is a serious red flag. Ooh. Am I wrong? No, nope. no, you're not wrong. Yes, no, I don't disagree. With <laughs> um, that. this one, Cho's should be nachos. You're <laughs> wrong on that one. Too many silbs. Uh. Yeah, it's, it was interesting because we've been waiting for the next. I mean, we got so lucky on the defensive inside of things where it's just like, Bosa, dab that Bosa. way. I can't. Oh, is I've he tr- still doing I've that? I've tried. I, I can't, like, do the dab this way. I don't know why. Try it. It feels awkward. Try it. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> you just did it the wrong way. There you go. <laughs> it doesn't feel right. But it keeps, it does, it that keeps that your right hand out of my it. face. Eh. Anyway. The dab itself is what does not feel right. Disagree. I disagree. <laughs> It's funny because I do this way, right in his going. But you're left-handed. I've never dabbed. I'm ambidextrous. Now, what were you saying? I was just saying we got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember now. You got lucky because you had oh, a yeah, run yeah, of we defensive went Bosa, ends. Bosa, and then, yeah, so Chase it's like, all right, when's the next one? We had Zach Harrison coming down the pike, and it was just like. Well, I mean, there are two five-stars on the line 100%, right now. Not that we haven't recruited well, and we have guys. And obviously, I, I said there's four defensive ends. I forgot Jack Sawyer's back there, so there's technically five, I guess, but. Either way, that's not exactly the depth you're hoping for at Ohio State, especially considering Caden Curry should probably be playing Jack, and because Omari Abar and Kenyatta Jackson have never played. They're short of tackles. Doesn't too. sound good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it, the depth is so concerning. We, Where's that come from, Berm? Uh, you're the recruiting guy. What I mean, do they not see this coming down the? Well, I mean, they tried totally whiffed on defensive end this year. Yeah, they tried to recruit three defensive ends in the class of 2023, so incoming freshmen, and didn't get any of them. Uh, the one guy they got at, at the back half of, of the recruiting cycle, Joshua Moore from um, uh, Joshua Mickens. Joshua Mickens. Joshua Moore is a receiver from Texas a few years ago. Joshua Mickens. Um, a few years ago. Uh, he's, got, he's just got young he's dudes. He's going, man. Young dudes all up in his head all Joshua, the time. Joshua Mickens is more all of an edge, country. more of a jack, but he won't be there till June, so you're just still short. 
um, you know, just the body. So it, it's they've not they had Jack Sawyer and JT Tumalo out in the class of 2021. You had Kenyatta Jackson and Omari Abor in 2022, and then nothing in 23. That's and because you recruit five stars like Abel, uh, with like a uh, uh, and Sawyer, the expectations those those guys should be gone after this year mm-hmm. that, if they're doing it the right way. So now you're in a real pickle, not just for this year but for next. Anyway, I feel like this was all just bait to try and get. Jay Z mentioned the rotation. You're talking about the recruiting. You said at some point you just have to, you know, give deference to Larry Johnson. You assume that things are going to be okay. Like I don't. I'm not sure that that's the case anymore. I wasn't trying to go do into this. I swear. I know, but <laughs> everybody said something that was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna force Austin to do this." I think I don't know that we want to do it. I think it's just because he, the success has been so glaring in the last decade that now all of a sudden it's not there. I think it's just part and parcel where we're like, "Yeah, he'll figure that out." They always yeah, do. But I don't think that that's new anymore. <clears throat> like, yeah, this has I agree. been going on been... since Chase Young left. Like the the productivity has declined. The recruiting. Outside of landing JT and Jack, which was essentially a, a gimme. Mickey Mouse could have been his lead recruiter and landed him. My call is pretty similar in that regard. You may disagree. I don't know. I think that was not exactly going to be the most challenging recruitment that Ohio State ever uh, faced. Like You look at the last class and then the class before JT and Jack, I just, I don't, it's not hard to figure out what has put them in this situation. Yeah. And you can't just blame NIL. We're going 0 for 3 on the big guys. I know that that's certainly a massive part of it, but that's not the excuse for previous classes or the lack of consistent pass rush for the previous two years before that. Like it's, You're not going to be able to constantly rely on generational talent. Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, Chase Young, those guys are generational talents for a reason. You're not going to have one every single year. You have to be able to produce a unit that can match their productivity without having wet one person put that all on their shoulder, yeah. and this team has not done that now. Would you, for would you say the offensive row. line is kind of in the same boat as the defensive line? As far as well, as right. far as but players, the position, but the position coach changed. So well, like, that's my that's what I was going to get at. Maybe yeah. the coverage are a little bare, and has changed three it, times since 2015. I mean, it's it's well, not yeah fair, but there was a change made on you know maybe it's getting is it stale on one side recruiting wise? I just think that. You're entering a different world. Uh, there are old ways of recruiting. There are new ways of recruiting. And uh, I don't think – I'm not trying to suggest Larry Johnson isn't catching up to the new ways. I just think that his style, he, he's a much more in-person guy. Like right now, we're recording this on Monday afternoon. There's a you know group of 14 guys or so from California who are down the street at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center visiting right now, including a couple big-time offense, or defensive linemen. They will leave that – visit with Larry Johnson awestruck because in person mm-hmm. and the ability to connect with him mano a mano going over film showing technique he is still the best in the country without question at that now the problem is we're in Ohio and uh, those guys aren't really growing up here anymore you have your occasional mm-hmm. Michael Halls or, or Jack Sawyers that doesn't exist you go look at the Ohio high school football rosters of teams around the state there are not a lot of those guys right geography is is destiny essentially and demographics is destiny i guess so uh ohio is sort of you two are digging deep ohio <laughs> has sort of lost a lot of that you know big time defensive line production in the state so you get one or two of those guys every one or two years and, and you have to go out and really connect part of that is being involved with these kids and their parents every day day in day out because georgia's certainly doing that trace scout at georgia is involved every day that is not Larry Johnson's style, nor should it be if it's not who he is. And you're not going to go out there and fake it. You're not going to go out there. No, and f- sometimes you got to fake it till you make it, Berm. You're not going to go out there. You're not making it right now. Right. You're not you going to go out there and force it. conversation that you're not. That Now, that's where a guy like last year, they had Miguel Patrick, uh, you know, a, a younger guy from Georgia who had a lot of ties in the South. He did a great job connecting, but he's gone now. So now you have to replace him. So those guys, and it's even, I mean, the same concept really with Jim Knowles. Like that job for James Laurinaitis is to be the buffer uh, between kids on campus versus recruiting kids off campus. So James Laurinaitis is the guy who's recruiting every linebacker for Ohio State. When they get on campus, it's both Laurinaitis and Knowles. Mm -hmm. But but until then, or until Knowles has to go out and do evals in person, it's all Laurinaitis. So until Larry Johnson has someone that he's really comfortable with in that spot and someone who understands the landscape and understands Ohio State, like it's very easy for Brian Hartline and James Laurinaitis, guys who grew up 
you know, or played at Ohio State and understand the culture, understand what it means to be at Ohio State like you guys do, versus bringing in a random guy from like Louisiana, the new the new assistant defensive line coach is from Louisiana. He's not. I mean, he's just trying to recruit kids who he knows. And and but what are you selling? How do you connect? And I think that's been Larry's biggest issue. I don't know how you connect with kids in today's world. I, I'm as <clears throat> tech savvy as any forty four year old guy in the country is. And I, I have a much more difficult time connecting with recruits today than I did five years ago because they just have way different priorities than they did five years ago, and everything's changed. So I just don't know if maybe that's where there's a, a, a hiccup. Get him on, per- get him in person, and I'm telling no, you, those kids I can are understand what you're saying. And I, I imagine, I mean, you talk about how it's changed for you in recruiting. I mean, I imagine being a coach for forty yeah. some years and having all of a sudden. I gotta do what? Yeah. I have my phone. You need to like, DM I used to have this to pick kid. up a phone and dial a number to get somebody. Now I have this thing that now I it goes think, down in the DMs. Uh, yeah, I right. mean that. Larry's that, gotta get Snapchat. Yeah, be I mean, but maybe they just need to do a coaching session on. Well, it's it is amusing social media when he tries to use Twitter publicly. <laughs> And he can't quite figure out how to put the pictures in there, and you get <laughs> randoms. So it's almost worse goes. when he does yeah, do it because they're like, "This guy." But, is but that's, I mean, that's no to idea. Burm's point. Like, the the time has changed. Is is that going to be something that he's ever good at or wants to do? No, I think all of us would. Be I don't think any coach would be, yeah, have to use it. I mean, but the time did has that changed. have anything to do? Here's a question for you guys. Offensive side, we got rid of Stud. I mean, we bring in a younger guy. Did that did that have anything to do with? With that hire, bringing in a younger guy who maybe understands? I think they wanted someone who understands that you have to make an effort in recruiting, not just period. Not Stud was the same way, though. I mean, a lot, it, it, your, your point's actually somewhat accurate, is that he was much better shoot for in, in person mm-hmm. and much better on campus than he was off. And it wasn't like you have to want to do that. You have mm-hmm. to want to be a great recruiter. It is not something that's natural to every coach, especially old, gruff offensive line coaches. It's just not their MO. I think that's the amusing part to me when Brian Hartline pushes back, like, you're a great recruiter. You win the national recruiter of the year. Like what makes you a great recruiter? He's oh, I'm, I'm not, I, you know, I just do relationships. Well, that's nonsense. Like, I mean, that is, re- that, that is recruiting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, but, and so that's, yeah. and he can say that it's semantics. Mm-hmm. You have to want to try to form those relationships with 17 and 18 year old kids who all have different priorities and different wants and likes and what they want to do. Like if you, I can understand why you wouldn't want to get to know every 17-year-old kid in the country. Like, that that seems like a great way to pull all of your hair out and run far away from whatever profession that might be. What Heartline does so well, and again, it is semantics, but it's not a job for him to talk to these kids. And that's that's really the difference. Like, are are you talking – Brian Heartline – genuinely likes talking about wide receiver play and and the ins and outs of the the position, and he wants to be involved in helping these kids, even the ones that don't end up at last state. He doesn't spend a lot of time talking to kids that he's not serious about bringing here, but he's only going to bring in three or four every year. So he's talking to – he really is talking to seven or eight or nine kids on a regular basis. And the ones that don't end up here, he's still going to talk to you about the position and how to mold them, and that's – it's not a job. That's almost any coach should be, though, 70. You don't have to go chasing yeah. around 25 kids every well, year. At right? Ohio State, absolutely. Well, th- I know, but, but, isn't that, you, but isn't that part of the issue right now for at certain positions? Like the, I think so. The, the net is not cast wide enough. Because I, I think you're right. If, I think you can be selective if you're going to put in the effort to be yeah. in the face of those. Of those, guys. yes. Those but select- if you're going to be selective and then not do yeah, not everything do you need to do to make sure you get one of those chosen three or four that you're after, then it becomes a problem because then they don't come and then you're back to the drawing board with no one yeah, talking. <laughs> right, you and then you're trying to reach out to kids. a new left yeah. tackle and no right tackle. You're trying to reach out to kids in December and say, hey, by the way, I coach at Ohio State. And they're like, by the way, I've been committed to yeah. here for nine months. Screw off. <laughs> That's, That's great. Fun. Go Bucks. <laughs> it's not ideal. But, yeah, I mean, to your point, if, you are, if you're not in an aggressive relationship builder and understand – that you're going to have your very select group and be, I mean, intimately involved. The yeah. Everyday conversation, that is what kids want now. It's the same as even, I mean, just normal teenage conversation is every day talking the entire day, right? It's like, hey, what are you doing at 8 in the morning at 11.30? Nothing, just in class. What are you doing 25 minutes later? I'm on my way to class. Cool. An hour later, what do you have? It's, a, it's, a, it's stupid, but it is like. And it's this, too, right? It's yeah. Not, yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not real but unless you make it real and make it intentional and so that is a challenge for a older school coach i mean that's it's not hard to 
really fathom or figure out. It's just how committed are you to fixing it, or do you have a younger guy in place like Miguel Patrick was a year ago to pick up the slack? Yeah, Larry's not had a ton of stability in that role, has he? So no. it's like it's pretty, and it's not. It's because if you work with Larry Johnson, it's You're pretty good thing to have a fast right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's been a little bit of a, of a revolving door for him. We didn't mean to. I mean, this is the we point. Just to, hey, this is Rooster's, this is Rooster's fun, casual conversation. Nobody talking about things you wanted to see this spring. You we, went down a list of. You never know that, where it's going. We never. Chose. I, I wouldn't have guessed that we would get to that serious conversation after you were begging for chose. <laughs> I still want some <laughs> yeah. chose. I'm actually a little disappointed we don't have some uh, Rooster's Nest, some That's, cheese bake wedges. Yeah, these Rooster's table. Nest is like nachos, but instead of chips, I heard it's it like has fries uh, and cheese chicken. on it and wings. Yeah. Nacho, oh, yeah. nacho cheese comes on it. Cho cheese, cho cheese, here's cho cheese comes on that. Uh, cho cheese. We have been it's like a heart attack in a basket at this table pretty much every day for the last three years. I've never heard of this Rooster's Nest. I just heard about today. Um, yeah, you're right. I so, have. I have heard about it. I've heard tales. I've heard so, tales. folks, America, I've always been too intimidated to go. I never had it. Says so like dumpster fries with wings on it. Yeah, yeah can't be I, bad. I don't know that I would ever want like chochi dropped on top of a wing. Oh, I definitely would. America, the next time you're at Rooster's, can't I don't on any Rooster's in Ohio. Order yourself a Rooster's Nest. Thank. You. And on Tuesdays, go into Roosters and get your $3 appetizers. Tomorrow is fried mushrooms. If Bill Zwick leaves any. If he leaves any. That's the question. I had to tell him no. He wanted to come. He was chomping at the bit today. Mm. He said, no, Dad. You stay home. Wow. That's, you can't eat all the food on the table. I like that when he Doctor's was here last orders. time, he just sat over there and read a book. I know. so weird. Down. And he's like, this is great. <laughs> I'm like, you sat and read a yeah. book. What do you think this was, a Buckeye basketball game? <laughs> no, he'd be into that. He's watching the women play today at whatever time they play. Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Get ready for that. He'll <laughs> okay. be tuned in. Number three seed Buckeyes, number six UNC. It's right down the road. If you're in Columbus, you may as well go. What a great idea. Tickets available still? I would bet they are. <laughs> sure a, lot are. Of, a lot of pressure on Burn to make sure that this episode gets up by 4 o'clock now. Yep. <laughs> be there or have been there. Or catch the highlights <laughs> well, we tomorrow. Hope, hope you had a great time <laughs> at the NCAA tournament. Anyway, uh, this has been an interesting show. Second half. Tried to match the first. I don't know if we did it. Probably not. But we at least gave it our best effort. A full week, practice Tuesday, Thursday, scrimmage Saturday, uh, pro day on Wednesday. We will have coverage of that on the podcast and at ohiostate.rivals.com all week long. We greatly appreciate Nicole Cox having us in here in the Horseshoe Lounge again. Look forward to getting her back after spring break. We uh, thank Cam Babb and Cam Brown for their time. And, of course, that is Bill Landis, Justin Zwick, and Berm. I'm Austin Ward. We will see you next week back in here at Roosters for an Appetizer Tuesday show. We'll see you then.